1: Panther fans who want to keep pounding for the 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 ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, this is this,
0: this 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 is views from Mint
1: Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another rousing rendition of the Views from Mint Street podcast. Your home for all the Carolina Panther football talk you could possibly stand. And then just a little bit more. My name is Rob Brown, host. Of the Rob Brown Show in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. Dead center in the heart of Panther country. And of course, alongside me, virtually, anyway, on the other side of the metaphorical glass, my co-host on that show and this one, ladies and gentlemen, they call him the great one. Lonzo Reitzel is along for the ride as well. And since the last time we spoke with you, We said we assumed there might be a little bit of news. The last we left you, Deuce Staley, had been picked up to Frank Reich's staff though we had not gotten a clear indication of what his position would be. We questioned whether or not it would be the offensive coordinator. And our thoughts at the time were that they are taking their time in naming their coordinators in order to get the right guys plugged into the right spots. Obviously, with the offensive side of the football, Frank Reich has said a number of times that he might call the plays, he might not call the plays. It's going to depend on who else is holding one of the Waffle House menus with the play calls on it. Defensively, though, is where the big question mark was going to be. Who was going to come in? We thought Vic Fangio might be an, an option. There were a few other names. But since then, my friends, we have had our D.C. named. Isro Evero was the defensive coordinator in Denver last year, a spot that had quite a bit of tumultuous weather around it, did the Denver Broncos, obviously, with the complete and utter failure of the regime of Nathaniel Hackett, who was let go with two games remaining in the season during the regular season. However, it was de- Denver's defense that really shined for that football team last year. Denver's defense was in the top half of the league of just about every defensive metric that measures. They were 14th in the league in points allowed. They were 7th in the league in yardage allowed. In fact, it was Denver's defense that was the only reason, for the most part, that Denver was competitive in football games at all last year, and Israel Evero was the guy in charge of that defense. And we're going to get into, coming up here in just a minute, some of the factors that I think folks are not necessarily thinking about or taking into consideration when they evaluate the performance of the Broncos last year. But overall, Lonzo, before we get into some of the schemes and tactics that Everett was going to bring to Charlotte, I can tell you that of the hires for Carolina Panthers so far, I thought Frank Wright was a B plus, maybe an A minus higher. I am thinking a solid A, maybe A-plus for the hire of Ezra Evero as the defensive
0: coordinator for Frank Reich's Carolina Panthers. Well, let's be honest here. For the most part, especially for the casual fan, they have no idea who the offensive and defensive coordinators are unless they're really, really bad. And they're hearing about it because they're on the chopping block and just about to be uh, out of wherever they're at. I got I I hadn't heard a whole lot about him. I I can tell you that I thought the D Denver defense was pretty good. Um I don't think this is the sexiest pick as far as again people not in the know going who's that? I don't know who that is. Um hopefully if he does his job right, you still won't know who he is. Because usually the coordinators uh, they're not guys where you go, "Man, I know that name." And uh I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. The defense was already good. Can he take it that next step? Can he make it a number one or number two defense? There were times when they were up there all year. Can they make them be consistent? Because like the offense, the defense had some games where you're like, are they even out there? Um, If they played better a couple games, it would have made a difference in the season for sure. So if this guy can come in and do what he did in Denver and – make them consistently good every week, it's going to be a great hire.
1: I I think it is a great hire, and that's from somebody who obviously does pay a little bit more attention than your casual fan. I will also tell you that I think the fans that are more than casual fans seem to be relatively optimistic about this hire. I have been scanning through different Panthers message boards over the past couple of days since the announcement of the hiring of Ezra Evero, And the majority of the fans are optimistic, and I think they have a very good reason to be. Not only is this cat one of the very much rising stars in the coaching ranks, Israel Evero was one of, I believe, either two or three coaches who were asked to uh, interview by every NFL team that had a vacancy, including the Carolina Panthers. And that kind of leads me to a theory that popped into my head about how Israel Everett ended up being the new D.C. in Charlotte. We know when Frank Wright came on board as the head coach during his introductory press conference, he said, look, I don't want to hire a staff full of my guys. I don't want to hire a bunch of guys just because I've coached with them in the past. I want to hire a good staff. We know that David Tepper came out and said, effectively, money is no object, right? I want to pay to get the best coaching staff that we can get. I will I will fork whatever I need to fork over to make sure that Frank has the guys around him that he says are the best to be successful. Evero interviewed for the head coaching position of the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans, and the Indianapolis Colts, and the Arizona Cardinals, and the Denver Broncos. Every team that was looking for an HC spoke to this guy, which means, obviously, that there's a lot of interest in him as a rising star. I will also tell you, and we'll circle back around to this later, it would also means it would not shock me to see Israel Evero in Charlotte for one season and then lined up as a head coach somewhere else in 2024, but we'll burn that bridge when we get there. What I will say is whatever he did, said or displayed when he came to talk to Frank Reich, when he came to talk to David Tepper, he put something on the table. And though we do not know the contract details yet, at least not that I have seen, I will not be shocked to find out that Ishiro Evero is one of the highest paid coordinators in the National Football League this year. He asked out of Denver. They granted him release. That's the reason he was able to go from one job to the other in a lateral move. You can't do that unless you are released from your contract. Denver turned him loose. Primarily, I assume, because Sean Payton already has the guys in staff or or the idea of the guys he wanted in staff, including in that position. And it would seem to me, considering, by the way, that the Minnesota Vikings also interviewed Ezra Evero for their head coaching job And we ended up snagging him. They ended up hiring former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores to take that role. I have to assume that David Tepper backed the Brinks truck up to Ezra Evero when he got off the plane in Charlotte uh, to do his D.C. interview and said, blank check, take what you want. I love that. It does show that maybe for the first time in a while that David Tepper is going to do the things he said he was going to do as a head coach, but they got what I genuinely consider, not as a Panther fan, but as a radio analyst, the best DC available on the board that wasn't Vic Fangio, who signed his contract for that job a week and a half ago.
0: So you talk about backing the Brinks, uh, the Brinks uh, truck up. I'm not so sure about that. I am, I'm excited about the hire, but I think circumstances were that he had to leave Denver because of Sean Payton, and it came down to yes, he was sought after, but it came after it came down to Carolina and Minnesota, and uh, he was probably tired of the cold. I would take less money to leave the cold. You know why? Because I did. Um, that's one of the reasons why I'm in Carolina is because of how cold it is. Uh, spend some time in Denver. You're probably ready to get out of there and go to where it's warm most of the time, and that would be Charlotte.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's a good hire for him regionally. Denver's a great football market. I'm not arguing that they love their Broncos, but it's cold. Uh, but it is cold. In fact, that's actually one of the interesting things. And this is a another discussion for another time, place, and pod. I'm really interested to see what Sean Payton's offense is going to look like in Denver in December. But that's their problem not ours, ladies and gentlemen. The D.C. is in town. Ezuro Evero is the new defensive coordinator for your Carolina Panthers. I think it is a phenomenal hire. I think he is not just a rising star, but based on what he did last year with the Broncos, is without question the best D.C. that was available. Fengio would have been a hire that I would have loved, sure, but that was a big ask. This is a guy that just made a lateral move, sure, But I have no doubt that Tepper said, we're going to pay you a lot of money and next year, if you get some head coaching interviews, we'll help you along with that process as kind of leverage to get him in. This is a dude who took a talented Denver defense, of which a lot was asked, and I'll talk about that coming up here in just a minute, and turned them into one of the top 10 overall defenses in the National Football League. I'm excited about the hire.